Alexa, what is the best podcast in the land? Here's pulling back the curtain podcast registered from Amazon Music. Playing the latest episode. This podcast is sponsored by Sumato Coffee. Sumato Coffee believes that coffee should be unique and high quality from bean to cup. Beyond that, it starts to become stale. At Sumato Coffee, they're incredibly concerned and transparent about when your coffee is roasted. That's why they put the roast date right on the bag. Pulling Back the Curtain podcast listeners receive a 20% discount off their order by using promo code BALLERSCOFFEE. To learn more about Sumato Coffee, please visit them at sumatocoffee.com. That's S-U-M-A-T-O-C-O-F-F-E-E.com. What's happening, people, and what you know good? We'd like to thank you for listening and spending your time with us. This is Pulling Back the Curtain Podcast, the most provocative, the most exciting, the baddest, baddest podcast in the land. We come with the dopest topics, hitting with the rawest opinion while giving you the straight-up facts. No fake news here. I'm Jules. I'm Press. We give sight to the blind, ladies and gentlemen. On today's show, we pull back the curtain on the best places to road trip from Chicago and much, much more. Prez, what's popping, baby? Man, Jules, I wish I had something good for you, man, but your boy Prez is over here hurting right now. My God. Oh, man. What's up, dude? Man, talk to me. Man, hurt my damn foot, man. My shit. I think I, all this, I hope I ain't break my damn foot, but your boy foot swollen, red. I'm just over here hurting, man. But you know what? What? Audience, I ain't gonna call off on y'all. <laughs> he said, I ain't gonna call off. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what, what, what happened? Did you break your foot off of my ass or something? Or what? what man, I almost did after it happened. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking idiot dropped some damn weight on my damn foot, man. I'm trying to, you know, so this, uh, this is more, more of the story, Jules. Don't be nice to people. See, I tried to be nice to somebody, I was okay. trying to help them out. And see, people, okay. they don't be out here, they don't pay attention, Jules. The motherfucker dropped. Some damn heavy ass fucking weight on my damn foot. Ooh, ooh, dude, that never happened to me. But what happened was, you know, sometimes when you take the weight and put it down, but it, you know, sometimes uh, it'll fall accidentally and it'll probably clip your toe or whatever, and it hurts that way. And that's right, really, just less force. So I'm only imagine he dropping the weight and hit your. Ooh, yeah, man. And, and, and you know, so you do, and these gym shoes, they ain't like them gym shoes we used to wear back in the day. You oh, no, 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 yeah, you're right. They're, they're, they're yeah, they're more cloth now, <laughs> exactly. So, man, I ain't had no protection. So, like, I'm sitting up here right now, I got it elevated while we pod, but then when we get done, man, I'm that, that sucker gonna be right back in a bucket of ice, okay. Ooh, so, yeah, so I'm, so I'm gonna gut through it, you know what I'm saying? All this, and listen, I ain't gonna cheat y'all, I mean, y'all gonna get the whole experience over here, but your boy hurt, man. But, Jules, how you doing, bro? Oh, man. Man, I'm all right, man. I just can't wait for next week, man, Chris, because, you know, they, they've been snatching my days off from me. So I've been working two weeks straight and just don't even know what day to, day to week it is now. Man. Oh, Lord. <laughs> and see, you know, you know what? People out here, because y'all was over here bragging about your long weekends, your long Memorial Day weekend, this man will work 11 days straight. So just think <laughs> about that sometimes, man. Some people out here, they ain't as fortunate. Well, Jules, oh, I hope man. you got some vacation days coming up in your horizon, sir. Oh, yes, sir. And I'm... Believe you me, man, I am doing nothing but sit on my ass and get fat. <laughs> <laughs> go hit up one of those fish fries? Man, man, a whole bunch of them, man. I know the wife and I, we're going to go leave this place, go on to the lake house and just have at it. So I was recently um, out of town. I was driving through this area in Michigan, man. They had some beautiful lake homes. And I thought about child. I said, man, that was such a good purchase from Jules, man. Boy, press. It's so so much going on. Press so much going on. I'm just I'm tapping out, man. I'm getting I'm going off the grid, man. I'll blame you, man. Will you uh <laughs> will you leave will you leave? Probably next probably next Wednesday, something like that. Okay, okay, all right. So I just me and Jules we'll, we'll, we'll get y'all an episode before he gets off goes off the grid. Cause when mm-hmm. I hear my man talking about he going off the grid, I ain't gonna bother. <laughs> that man gonna be pulling back the curtain on some food over there. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> But man, but prayers though, man, back at you, man, dude. I pray just nothing, nothing seriously happened, just a little swollen and just, you know, just take a little time for that swelling to get down. And because I know you, 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 you don't sit around, you're very mobile. So I know this ain't gonna stop you, but man, I don't want you hurt neither. 
<laughs> yeah, no, I appreciate that because you ain't lying. Like people have been already telling me, like, hey, uh, you should take it easy. And you know me, Jules. <laughs> I've right. already been hobbling around. <laughs> like, I'm good. <laughs> right. Hey, so let me ask you something, Perez. Do you are you gonna wear maybe some the sandals, you know, probably for on that on that foot? Like if you had to go out or anything, or so I'm, I'm guessing they're probably gonna put me on some crutches. So what I'll okay. probably do is put a shoe on the on the left foot and on that right foot. It might just be that heavy ass sock. <laughs> okay, right, 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 right. That's yeah. right. That's right. Cause yeah, I, I don't, because I don't want to try to put no shoe on there, man. Because I made that mistake uh, yesterday when it happened. Um, so when I first when I took the damn shoe off, and that's when my shit ballooned up. I should have kept the motherfucking shoe on. And so then mm. I tried to put a shoe back mm-hmm. on and that shit, but it was not happening, bro. It was not happening. Man, president ain't like when <laughs> ain't like when we was younger, man. You probably take a take a take a, a, a dumbbell to the foot and keep moving. Now it's shit. Every little bumps and bruises take a little bit to, you know. Uh-huh. <laughs> man. Yeah, man. Listen, we ain't spring chickens no more, man. Like I keep <laughs> I keep getting these fucking reminders lately, and I don't like it. We're for damn. <laughs> Oh, listen, let's get into this show. Enough about me and okay. my foot, audience. I'm hoping that everything's right. good with it. So we'll see what happens. But hey, Jules, we got some good fair foul and some really good mailback questions as usual. But these this week had me cracking up. And the first, and our, our fair foul this week, man, this one right here came up from Joshua from Bellwood, Illinois. And he wanted to know okay. fair foul on Tommy Pham. For slapping mm. Jock Peterson over a fantasy football bet. Jules, this shit I, right here took Petty to an all-time level. Dude, it gotta be something more than the than the than the uh than the fantasy football beef. It has to be, right? I don't know, man. From, Perez, all, the I know, that, from, from all the stuff that Perez, came out about it. That. Oh, yeah, you know uh-huh. me. I, I won my league three years row, and I will slap somebody if they cheat. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, I guess it just, just – yeah, I guess that's my question. <laughs> he said I would if it's so much. I wish you would cheat well, in hey. fantasy league. <laughs> Damn. Well, hey. Hey, there it go, then. He's <laughs> <laughs> So I guarantee that the next mailback question is going to be fair or foul on prayers from slapping somebody as well <laughs> if they cheated in a fantasy football league. <laughs> Man. But no, Man. Everything, I, everything I read on this one, Jules, it uh, basically said that Mike Trout, who's probably universally known as the best player in baseball, he was the commissioner of this league. And so Tommy Pham, who was in this league with some other major league baseball players, including Jack Peterson, he said that Jack Peterson was talking a lot of trash in the group, which – Whatever. I mean, that's what okay. we do. Okay. You know, whatever. Part uh-huh. for the course. But he said that he was illegally using the roster spots on his team and the commissioner wasn't enforcing it. And so he basically said that Mike Trout was the worst fantasy football commissioner <laughs> ever was. And I'm like, damn. damn. And then apparently this man was holding this shit, this hostility against Jock Peterson since the damn end of the football season. And when they when they when they played together, he confirmed him. Now I would just say this, uh, I'm going to call foul on my man Tommy for holding on to that grudge for so damn long. Like, Tommy? Yeah. What's up, bro? I, I thought I thought everybody learned from what happened to uh, Chris and Will Smith, uh, Chris Rock and Will Smith. <laughs> and also the dude from uh, Ran on Stage with Dave Chappelle and oh, any man, other yeah, incidents. <laughs> it, it, like we said, Press, it's not keep your hands to yourself, man. If, if nobody threatened your life or your family, then everything else is like... And then especially for a football, a fantasy football beef, I think you'd be able to kind of squat, talk about that. Like, hey, man, bro, come on, you know. But, Perez, I'm not, I'm not, I, I never do any, I never did any fantasy football beef. So I don't know how that stuff works and, and what, how you was telling the story about what the commissioner allow or won't allow. I mean, was, was, uh, was he, Okay, can he could is that possible? Could he do that? You know, so yeah, so the commissioner makes the rules. So there's certain uh-huh. things you could do to kind of skirt the rules okay. of fantasy football. So, like if you have a guy, for instance, that may be injured like one week, some people will just move them to out on their roster, but then there's some loopholes you'll have in fantasy football where you can move that person to the IR spot on your team and Injury it frees up okay. an extra spot on your roster. So apparently that's probably what this Jack Peterson guy did, and Tommy was not having it. 
Because he said, <laughs> when he walked up on Jock, he said, <laughs> he, he said he just walked up on him and said, you remember from last year? And Jock was like, yeah, fantasy football. He was like, yeah, then he socked him. <laughs> yeah. yeah I saw the video, and I was like, damn. Mm-hmm. Man. He wound up too, like, Yeah, I was like, Jesus. <laughs> I'll tell you one thing. I'm gonna stay away from fantasy football because man. <laughs> <laughs> you said I ain't trying to get slapped like that. Man, hey man, it's a lot of slapping been going on this year. <laughs> People just went slap crazy, man. I, I'm I'm good. But answer the question. No, foul. Always. Always. Like, dude, especially, especially something like this, man. Come on. My man said he was fucking with his money. I'm like, bro, you a millionaire, man. I'm sure. Dude, I, I can't even imagine how much you know they league was. I mean, even the leagues that I won, I mean. I want like 500 bucks. I mean, that's not my livelihood, you know, and I know I was joking earlier about slapping somebody. It's just when it comes to fantasy football, it's just, it's a code. So, you know, sometimes certain right. people do little things and they cheat. And you're like, uh, I saw that shit. <laughs> I saw mm. that. <laughs> we had a guy one time in the, in the league that, you know, was doing some funny biz, but, you know, I had to holler at the commissioner. I ain't a, I ain't a uh, snitch. But, you know, when it comes to fantasy football, I was telling. Like, oh, I saw that shit. I said, let me see all these screenshots. <laughs> yeah. He doing dirt. Let me see. Damn. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I tell him the bitch. Damn. Yeah, so, I, yeah. Yeah, I get it, man. Uh, I get it. I mean, if you're confront about it, cool. But, damn. Slap him, man. Yeah, we got to stop the slapping. Yeah, right? Man, it's like it's like the 70s with the pimps now, man. Them pimps back. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> man. Oh man, but no, that's a foul for me all day, man. Yeah, I, I got a call foul on Tommy for holding on to that shit, man. Listen, audience, any of you guys read up on it, give us your thoughts because I, I feel like, okay, <laughs> sports betting, we know that that shit gets competitive. And especially with fantasy football, I mean, most people, female, males, you guys have all probably played in some sort of a fantasy football league, fantasy basketball, whatever it may be. And you know how that stuff gets, the trash talking is going and this and that, but we should be able to keep these things within the league. It shouldn't get violent, shouldn't get physical. And if you're the commissioner of the league, just do your damn job. Mm-hmm. That goes a long way. Yeah, yeah. said my fool right there, boy. <laughs> all right, our first mailbag question comes from Lisa from Eden Prairie, Minnesota. And she wanted to know, Jules, what are your what are our thoughts on transgender athlete Leah Thomas winning the women's Oof. women national championship? She got a lot of backlash. Man, Perez, all I'm gonna say this: Leah was, well, I would say, 65th, um, ranked 65 when competing against the men, mm-hmm. and. And number one, when competing against the women, right? right. Number one, competes against the women. Me personally, I think it's unfair. That's my opinion, and ah, that's all I'm pretty much going to say about that. I, I, I think there are some things that men we have over women. You know what I'm saying? I, it's one of the things I, I don't think this is a fair, you know. I don't think it's a fair meet, you know, and 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 obviously it, it shows when you go up against men, you're a certain rate, and then you go up against women, you're the best. So it's like. So let me ask know, you this, Jules. Mm-hmm. Do you think that it's a threat to women's sports when you can have someone that's transgender competing? Because as you mentioned, you, you hit on a couple of things, because one of the things I was going to talk about was. Leah obviously was a, was a man at one point, or, right. you know, had the mm-hmm. procedure, but. Mm-hmm. There's a muscular component to this that I think that we need to take into account. And so there's that whole physical development that took place. And that gives it to me an advantage. Now, for me, I don't think it's a threat. I also agree with you, Jules, where I just don't think that it's fair. Right. Me personally. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But do you think that it's a threat to women's sports? Oh, man. You know what? It it could be, man. I... I just think if you have more, more people who's transgender into uh, male transgender to a female and, and competing female sports, then what happened to the the naturally born female who's competing? Uh, it can take away from it if if these things get out of hand. In, in my opinion, I'm, I'm not trying to be disrespectful, but it's just like 
you know, I, I don't think it's it, it's not fair. And, and it could be a threat if it's happening more and more, you know. I I, I have not have to do some research, but I don't know too many female who's who's transitioned into a male and dominate male sports. I'm not sure. It might be. I'm not sure. I, but in a lot of a lot of cases, we see men who's transitioned to female and then they get into the sport and they, you know, and they, they dominate and they did the best and they dominate. I mean, it's 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 obvious. It's it's, it's out there. And it can be a threat if more and more if more and more guys transition to that to to females and, and taking over the women's sports. I, it could be it can be a threat, man. No, I mean, and and this is the thing. I know, and we've done an episode about this. I think that trans community, they, man, they get a lot of heat. They get a lot of backlash. So I'm sure mm-hmm. it can't be easy to live that lifestyle. But we talk about two mm-hmm. different things here. And what I feel right. like when we're talking about the competing, you are a biological man. And you're competing as biological females. Now you think about if that biological female is your daughter, your niece, your sister. She's been training her mm-hmm. whole entire life. And then she gets beat out by someone that had a procedure. And now they're competing with them as a trans female. Now, I salute Leah, you know, for continuing on with the craft. Mm-hmm. However, when I look at the statistics that you brought, but that you brought up about 65th place competing against men, and then you win a national championship two years later. I don't know. And it also mm-hmm. brings up another point. She's talking about competing in the Olympics. Right. Yeah. 2024. Right. 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 Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I just think, and I don't and I don't think it's wrong for us to feel that is that it that this isn't right. I think to me it's common sense. That's not me being anti-trans. I just think that it's common sense to say that. I don't think that, you know, she should be able to compete against biological females. Yeah, man, dude, Perez, man, I, I, I'm i with you, man. It's just, I hate what's going on nowadays when you go get something, in your opinion, and then they want to tell you, oh, well, you're transphobic, or they don't want to throw the phobic out there. And so, no, that ain't what it is. I'm not scared of no trans transgender person or no person who likes the same thing. I ain't scared of anybody. But it's just an opinion where it's not, it's not right, Perez. It's not right. It, I mean... That's like me going to, I'll get in the, you know, I'll get in the ring with a female in my same caliber, uh, both novice in, in boxing or something like that. And I get in the ring with a female. And, but I'm able to take the female's punches more, you know what I'm saying, than as far as a male punch. Uh, and, it, and the funny thing about that is I also, I get in the ring with a, uh, with a female who's been boxing all her life and, she get in the ring with, with men. That's how she get better. And mm-hmm. I was in the sparring for a couple of times. And, you know, I'm, you know, I'm just tapping with her. And she said, no, no, don't throw, just put a little bit on it. Okay. I did. <laughs> and it's and I, and I kind of stopped her. And she was like, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> Did you put a little sauce on it? <laughs> yeah. But, you know, because she was like, yeah, just put it, you know, put a little bit. Because I was just tapping a guy, you know. Yeah, said, no, yeah. no, no, just, you know, just put it. I said, okay. And she's like, just, and when I hit her, she's like, oh, like, damn, you can hit her. I was like, oh. <laughs> you know. Tenderize the ribs. <laughs> yeah, so it, it was like, you know, and and that's how I feel this is. is. I mean, dude, our body structures are different. It's tougher. We're, we're, we're men. You know, Leah's six one. That right. also play a part. That also play a part. Mm-hmm. Because if she's if she's six one and everybody else is small, smaller, her wingspan is longer, and you know, it's swimming is about inches. I mean, and then you think about her stroke. You know, they yeah. have to work a lot harder. So I mean, if, I, if, dude, if, I if you, and when you saw Leah standing up on the winter circle, I was looking at her build, and I'm like, you were like trumping over the biological females, you know? Right, right. Mm-hmm. No, gotcha, gotcha. You know her 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 body structure, her shoulders, her wings. I mean, all that play a part. All of it. I man, I just think we got to draw a line when it comes to sports. I, and I know this is not going to be a popular response for other people, but I'm only can tell you how I see it. I know that if I was a parent and my kid was competing against Leah, I would have felt some kind of way about it. And if anybody says mm-hmm. they feel differently, hey, I respect your opinion. And, you know, feel free to reach reach out to us, hit us up, and tell us why you think that I may be wrong. But I'll have five or six reasons why I think that I'm right. So just remember that when you hit us up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> man, dude, I hear you. I hear you, man. I just think that we should have fair competition. 
That's all. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm with you. Now, if they if they create a league where or or event where nothing but trans, you know, transgender, whatever. Okay, okay, and then we'll see. Okay, we'll see where where Leah's rank at. You know what I'm saying? But or anybody else. But it has. It, first, I'm with you, man. It has to be fair. Uh, right now, it's not fair. No, definitely not fair. But hey, I appreciate the question, and I and I definitely appreciate if people push back on us. You know, at the same time. That's just the way I see it. I know that there's some people that are not going to like what we said, but at the end of the day, we're entitled to our opinions and we're always going to be respectful. I think Jules and I always try to be uh, measured in what we say because we know that mm-hmm. there's people from all type of lifestyles that listen to the show. We never want to offend people, but when it right. comes to this particular question, I just think that in the spirit of competition, I think that we're missing something here by allowing this to happen. Exactly. Exactly. All right. Our next mailbag question comes up from Ebony from Rockford, Illinois. And she wanted to know, Jules, what is one thing about our sales that we would like to change? Oh, man. God, dog. <laughs> Ebony. <laughs> Ebony. <laughs> Friends, I really have to think about this one, man. I was like, man, what I want to change? Ah, oh, man. And I couldn't. F- Prince, I, I still struggle with this because it's like, you know, you, you get older, you kind of, kind of a little set in your ways a little bit, and you're like, <laughs> man, what I want to change though. But I, 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 I think for me, it, it just have to be. I mean, I, I'm a little, I'm a little jaded, man, uh, when it comes to certain things, man, and maybe just be a little bit more, more uh, uh, balanced. I, um, I, you know, you go on and you, and you, and you, you know, you look at the world and stuff that's going on and it's just, you know, I'm disgusted about a lot of things and sometimes it shows and I just, if I can just change, you know, the way that, you know, I look at certain things is just, hmm. you know, I could, you know, I, I, I could be better. I wouldn't have, you know, I wouldn't be jaded or I wouldn't be angry or just disgusted or whatever but you know maybe 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 that dude i it, that was a tough that was a tough question it was a tough question yeah no it, it was and, and i also think that that's a good one jules because i mean let's be honest man you see a lot of fucked up shit and so uh i feel like it's kind of hard not to be jaded in your in your situation mm-hmm. i mean shit i don't even deal with the stuff that you deal with and i'm kind of at times jaded but I think it's good, man, that you're trying not to get caught up in that because that's a bad place to be. Because that's almost kind of like when you're just kind of accepting of the conditions and we can't be like that. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yep. So I like that one. Mine, Ebony, and anybody that's listened to this show, you guys know I've talked about it at, at nauseum. I mean, I've pretty, I've been pretty open, Jules, with the audience about a lot of my struggles that happened during the pandemic. And I feel like the last few years, man, I've tried to become a better version of myself. I mean, none of us are perfect. I'm still not the man that I want to be. I mean, I still have a long way to go, but I think that I'm making the proper steps. I think one of the things, though, Jules, is when when I saw this question from Ebony, I wanted to do a better job in my life of handling conflict with other people. And we talk about that on the show a lot of times, and a lot of that type of stuff is learned. I've learned how to handle conflict better. There was a time in my life where I would have flown off the handle over like little things. And now I try to be more of a listener. And I think I've told you that before, Jules. You know, sometimes, you know, when you have conflict with someone, instead of you doing all the talking, sit back and just say, okay, how do you feel? How did whatever the situation that happened between the two of us, how did my actions make you feel? Right. I think sometimes we can do a better job, all all of us, and listening to other people, because when you listen, then you can hear people. You can't change things if you don't hear where people are coming from. Hey, how did you hurt me? How did how, how did I hurt you? How how did I you know offend you? I think that's one of the things that I have done a better job of. But I think right now. I need to do a better job of focusing on the things that I can control. There's a lot of things that are going on in this world right now, Jules. You know how you and I both come mm-hmm. from a lot of these. We come from these communities, man, where a lot of things are happening. And for me, I want to be part of the change so bad that sometimes I lose sight of the fact that, hey, you know what? You can only do so much. And sometimes Dude. some people, <laughs> and, and I hate to admit this, but sometimes some people are who they are. Now, some people you can help. Some people you can get through. But some people mm-hmm. just inherently 
that's just who they are. That's who they want to be. And sometimes I have to accept that. So that's something for me that I'm trying to change. And also improving my poor sleeping habits, Jules, because you know sometimes I don't know that. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Dude, I, I feel you on that one, man, because, yeah, I get <laughs> I get maybe about, f- about five hours, and it's like, dude, I need some, you know, better rest. But, mm-hmm. man, Prez, you, man, you, man, dude, that's, that's man, that's a, a great one, man. That's, that is that is just a, that's a great one. And so, the conditions, man, and it's, some things just out of your control. Mm-hmm. It's just, mm-hmm. you know, can't do nothing about it. And it's like probably eating you up because you, you, you I mean, you're a fixer. You know, you're a man, you'll fix it. That's what we do. Right, like, man, exactly. I got to do this. Some things can't be fixed, man. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. like, hey, we got to accept it. Dude, right. I'm with you, man. I feel you. And it's hard for some of us to just be able to sit back and be like, man, I did all I could. You know what I mean? And not feel mm-hmm. like you – uh, because I think the biggest thing for me with that one, Jules, is not wanting to feel like a failure or, like, or did you fail someone, right? Sometimes you can't take that type of – uh you can't put that on yourself. Oh, man. Dude, yeah. So, Ebony, great yeah. question. Yeah, it sure is, man. Shit, it got me thinking, man. <laughs> like, man. <laughs> the next question comes comes over from Cedric from Chicago's Inglewood area. Oh, and, Jules, he wanted Cedric. to know. Cedric. He wanted to know, do you think that Colin Kaepernick will actually sign with an NFL, with an NFL team this season? Ooh. Friends, I don't know, man. My thing is, I my thing after all this, why? <laughs> you know, you know what I'm saying? You put up, you you did a you you held you held the line and you did you did your stands and your protests, and then at the end of the day, you signed with the NFL team. I'm just why now would I like to see uh cat back on the field? Cool. Because there's a lot of a lot of uh, quarterbacks out there who's playing that shouldn't be playing. You know, so off that talk, Jules. <laughs> um, I, I mean, I mean, let's be honest. I, you know, you, you know, hey, I mean, they better than me, but I ain't gonna call them garbage. But I mean, they, but you know, Captain Cap is better his skill set. Hey, real quick, think about the guy that the you Bears know, just signed as their third straight quarterback, Jules. Oh, dude, Nate dude, the Peterman. Right. And I, I'm, I'm yeah. gonna say this. Yeah, he may be okay. a better quarterback than me, but he's still ass. So. <laughs> <laughs> He said he's still last. <laughs> he said still last. I like that, man. You know, but far as what far as quarterback, uh, I mean, uh, cabinet mindset is like, why would I? You know, I see him. He would work. At, what, who 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 looked at him? Uh, the Raiders. The Raiders, right? The Raiders. I I'm just like, what? I mean, I don't know. So answer the question before I get on, before I get off on the deep end. Answer the question. Uh, will you ever sign with the NFL team? It's a good possibility. It's a good possibility. But, you know, but my thing is for Kaepernick, why would you? You know, so. So, Jules, I kind of gone back and forth on this because, you know, you and I both, we've had a lot of conversations about Kaepernick. I mean, we, we talked about a season one of the show. I know there were some things about Kaepernick that you didn't necessarily appreciate, right? But you and I kind of talked through those things and, you know, we kind of found some common ground with that situation. But I think when it comes to Kaepernick, his greater message, I think, to me, still would be diluted if he goes back and plays in the NFL. Because I feel well, exactly. like that was the same league that blackballed you and, and basically <laughs> took away your, your career. Why would you uh-huh. want to play for them? What? Right, right. Now, he seems that he still wants to play in the workouts. They're saying his arm strength looks phenomenal and, and these things of that nature. So, Jules, you're right. There's a lot of quarterbacks in this league that aren't him. However, we know what the NFL did to him. Anybody with a brain knows what they did to him. I guess when I think about will he sign, who knows? Because you mm-hmm. have to realize that sometimes these teams have had ulterior motives when they brought him in for workouts. And some people also felt, Jules, that Colin Kaepernick had ulterior motives when he accepted some workouts. So who even knows, man, to be honest? So when I look at this question, why did the Raiders bring him in? What was the point of that? They got their guy. Yeah, they got right. Yeah, and I think they even got a backup quarterback there as well. So it's like, what's, what's the point? Now, there are some teams that could use a Colin Kaepernick. The Seattle Seahawks, they don't have uh, Russell Wilson anymore. They could use a quarterback mm-hmm. there. The Atlanta Falcons, mm-hmm. they got to issue a quarterback because they don't have Matt Ryan. Right, Matt Ryan. Carolina Panthers, wow. they don't have wow. a quarterback. So, right. honestly, 
uh, when I look at the Cedric, those are the teams that I think that should be working him out, not the Raiders. The Raiders got their guy. Yeah, now if I'm Carr, I'm like, what is this? Yeah, you know, <laughs> I'm like, what? Okay, yeah, Prez, you hit on the head on that one, man. What's the what's the what's the idea on this? One? What's the is it for the Raiders to get some exposure, and then maybe other teams can, you know, hey, let's take a look at Cap. I don't know. Maybe they were trying to do him a solid, which hey, I appreciate that if it's going to help them. But right. I hope a team actually is looking at him because I, I'm just telling you, Jules. When I've looked at this situation with Kaepernick, I just feel like there's been a lot of people talking about it, but not actually bringing them in or finding every reason not to sign the guy. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And like I said, this this ain't from, this ain't no political thing. I'm just telling y'all, if you guys think that Colin Kaepernick does not does not deserve to be in the NFL, please watch highlights of Nathan Peterman, who the Bears just signed as their third straight quarterback, Damn. and get back to me because I had mm. a field day with that son of a bitch on DBE. That guy is awful. <laughs> yeah, man. He, yeah. Yeah. When they signed him, I was like, who is this? And I'm looking and looking and heard. I'm like, oh, man, what, what are we what, what, what are we doing? <laughs> you know, the only thing I could think of or why they probably signed that bastard was probably because they want the defense to look good in practice. They want to fucking have them practice and catch interceptions or something. That's the only thing oh, I could think of. Man. OK, there you go. All right. There's a method to the madness. Okay. <laughs> Did you hear that shade though? <laughs> 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 but yeah, man, but, oh, but Cedric, oh, we'll see though. But like I said, I rattled off just off the top of my head three teams that I think legitimately could and should sign him, but I bet they don't. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, Prez, you brought a good point, man. Especially on three. Uh I, and, and, and what why not? I don't think Cap will come in and either I don't think he'll come in and and mess up the floor of anything. I think he'll he'll make any of them, one of the three teams that you said uh spoke about will will make them better, in my opinion. Yeah, I agree. So man, I, yeah, like you said, we'll see. We shall see, man. But yeah, he definitely yeah, yeah. <laughs> he definitely better than what the Bears had picked up on that uh that, that third stringer. Oh my god, he is awful. He's awful. All right, our last mailback question comes over from Mike from Fort Myers, Florida. He wanted to know how do you guys feel about Kay Velasquez not receiving bail in his case? Mm. Audience, if you guys aren't aware of this case, Kay Velasquez had a relative that was molested mm-hmm. by an individual when Kay yeah. Velasquez took matters into his own hands. Literally. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and, and cats don't know who Kane Velasquez is. Mm-hmm. Uh, MMA, former MMA champ. Uh, I mean, he he broke down Brock Lesnar. Ugly. Yeah, he did. Ugly. And and that and that they're just and there's some respect there. But there was no respect for this one. And he did what he had to do. I, I congratulate what he did because a lot we need a lot more men to do that. Because, but you don't put your, you you don't put your hands on anybody, especially in, in, in a way like in that manner. And I don't know what's up with this judge, Judge Brown, where he did not again, uh, you know, uh, bail for for K. You know, I you got to take you got to look into consideration. You got to take the, the man into, uh, into consideration. Look at what happened. What happened was some one of his family members gave him less, and he took him out, and and he did what we had to do. Now, okay, we have there's we we country of laws and rules and regulations, okay, but there should be some exceptions. There should be some exceptions, especially when you get all these shootings and killings and stuff like that, and, and some of these people who've been shooting and killing, they, they out. So it's like, come on now, mm-hmm. come on, we we can, you, you know, there's things you can do. He can post bail where he can't leave anywhere, or the case may be. You can put stipulations on it. But man, come on, keep this man behind bars because he put he was protecting his family. That's all he did. And, and he was I would protecting say this, his family. And I would say this, Jules. I think what the people that would argue, because I agree with you, I think that Kay Velasquez did a lot. He did what a lot of people say they would do if that happens to someone in their family. You, uh-huh. you got a child mm-hmm. under the age of 14 that this man put his hands on. And see, there was no consequences for him until Kane did what he did. Now, what people will say to us, Jules, is, well, guys, he followed after this guy at a high-speed chase for 11 miles, shot at the guy, mm-hmm. but ended up shooting the dude's stepfather. 
twice. True, true, true. Now that part, okay, I get you. And I don't think that Kane should have been shooting indiscriminately like that. But I don't have an issue with the intent there. Because why does this guy that put his hands on a child, why does he get to go free? But Kane Velasquez has to sit in prison. Because the guy that touched that kid is out on fucking uh, on bail right now. So, so a person who molested the kid, he's out and Kane's still in there. It wasn't no intent for the other guy, the stepfather, to get hit. No, I mean he did. He got hit. Not, uh, you know, he, he's fine. Not life threatening. Uh, is a t- uh, they gave a tip murder, but but he, you know, he's good. He's good. But he's sitting there. He's sitting. He's and he's waiting. You know, sitting waiting. I, I think at a, a, a pre a pre hearing coming up uh, in June sometime. Like you say, Press, it, 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 I agree with you when it's like, wait a minute, so why is my man, why is my man out? Mm-hmm. Then came in. It, it goes to show you, man, some, sometimes the justice system isn't justice for for everybody. It, it, it's, it's, I've been trying to say that shit for a long time, Juice. Dude, <laughs> it's, it's messed up. It's messed up. Hell, if he's sitting in there, man my, bro, my, man, my brother need to be sitting right next to him or the cell next to him or whatever the case may be. Right. But, you know, if you don't I- do that. Well, Jews, in my opinion, I think the child molester is more dangerous than Cain Velasquez. Well, yeah. Yeah. Because you, okay, how many times has Cain Velasquez probably done what he did? I guarantee that molester's done that shit more than that one time. That's just the only time he Mm -hmm. got caught. Mm -hmm. Fucking weirdo. That guy needs to be in jail, too. So Cain Velasquez, fine. If you want to hold him accountable, fine. But get that fucking molester, fucking get him in, in jail too. Now, because like I said, if we gonna sit up here and, and paint a picture and say Cain Velasquez is a danger to society, well, this other guy is as well. Yeah. Touching a 14-year-old child. Under 14-year-old. Come on, man. It's yeah. a fucking child, man. That's a child that's gonna have to go through that shit for the rest of their life. Gonna have to go to counseling and therapy to fucking figure that shit out. You fucking people's lives up, man. And see, this is the thing, man. In the program, man, there's been so many kids when we you get to the root issue of why they're acting out. And it's because they were molested or some relative or some family friend mm-hmm. did some shit to them. They never got the fucking help for what happened to them. They didn't know how to cope with that shit. And they out here doing fucked up shit. See, that's the stuff that people don't talk about. That shit affects those people, not just the act itself, but the years later. Where the person's trying to forget about the shit or they start internalizing the shit. And that's why I think that that guy should be in jail too, because what he did is going to have damage that's going to far surpass those two bullets that hit his stuff out. Mm hmm. It's a, it's, it's a, it's a messed up situation here, man. And, and I just hope that uh and I you know I, I just hope things get get balanced out and get and get right and get corrected. You know, Kane, you know, he'll take a, a accountability and his actions, but also this brother, you know, this guy right here, you know, he get what what need to be you know, what need need to be getting. And and I don't want to see Kane, you know going to prison for a long time for this. I mean, uh, stuff happened and it's, it's, it's accident, but I mean, here we got to kind of kind of just, you know, put things back into his perspective and and for and, and what you're talking about as far as, you know, molestation is, is going on and that's happening and it's happened a lot and those are some things that will need to be addressed and and and, and bring to the forefront because it's, it affects it, it affects the person that's, that's the victim of it. And that's what you see when a lot of things is going off in this world, man, because, you know, it, it affects the mind. And people need help out here. And there's things just bigger than just just Cain and his brother. This this whole thing right here is just, it, it, it messes up the person's soul in a way. And this story just, is just messed up. And you know, I hate to see this because you have victims here. That, that little girl mm-hmm. that... Uh, it's just, it's just terrible, man. It, it's just, it's just terrible. And it, we don't need that. We need to protect our children. That's right. We need to protect them, man. 
I mean, I, I, I hate to get all sensitive about this, but it's just no, they don't need sure. to be affected. They don't need to be affected about this. They don't need to be dealing with it. They need to be kids. Go out and have fun and, and, and don't have to worry about people putting their hands, especially if, you know, if a family member or the case may be. But. Right. Yeah, you should be able to trust people. But I'll tell you one mm-hmm. thing, man. And this generation, this time, I'm not just going to be having random people around my kids now, you know, and that, and that's no. the thing, too, because these are the times that we in before, you know, and we talk about this. When we were coming up. It was like a whole it takes a village type attitude. My grandmother and my mom was cool with the neighbors, us maybe going over to the neighbor's house if they weren't at home. Nowadays, I don't trust no neighbors like that. Right. It's different times. Right. It's different times, dude. Different times, man. And it's sad because we went from caring about the kids to now you got these fucking weirdos that they have some fucking depravity going on in their lives and they thinking about fucking fucking a kid. It's like, damn, you supposed to be thinking about protecting the kid. What, what is wrong with you? You shouldn't even be checking for no 14 or under. That's a child. Right. What's wrong with you? <laughs> anyway, I'm not gonna get all I'm not gonna get all off right because that shit is it's just it's disgusting. It, Dude, you know, when we're talking about it, I'm just like, yeah, Kane did what he did, but I don't, I'm not knocking what he did. He did what he, he's a protector. He's a protector. And, and, you know, like I said with the judge, I I get it. All right. Okay. I get it. But it's like some situations like, I can, I can see why, you know what I'm saying? I can see why that's, that's like me when I'm, I'm at work and something happened and something happened. Okay, I you know I get the the information and you know the story and I'm like okay I see what you did what you did I ain't gonna like you know say castrate you because of what you did I I I I, I get it you know mm-hmm. I get it mm-hmm. but then you let the other person he's out and who knows that's somebody else who knows what the fuck you doing so it's like dude come on man <laughs> what, what, where where are we at man what are we where what are we doing man what are we doing I, well Jules. Let's get into this episode. We're gonna we gonna we gonna pick okay. up the vibes a little bit. So today's topic came over from Naomi, and what she wanted us to talk about was some of our favorite or the, some of the best places to road trip to from the Chicagoland area. And you know, the Midwest got some of the best spots, some of the best you mm. know um, sightseeing spots. So they, she wanted us to kind of talk through some of that here on this episode. So audience, I'm gonna kick things off, and the first one for me. Is Starve Rock. I mean that that place mm. is something that I've talked about on the show in the past. Only ninety minutes from the area during the pandemic, that was one of the few places you could go to, to kind of get some fresh air. You're out in the open, you know. You can socially distance because you're out there hiking. So I, I went out there a couple times during the pandemic. It was great. And like I said, man, you you get some fresh air. You get the benefit of ha- having people around you, but then you can be socially distanced during that time. Yeah, getting some physical activity in from the walking because I, I I hiked about eight miles, you know what I mean? And it's not even a far, far way to go. You know, and you get to see some beautiful things. You get to see nature. You get to be around the water. You can be around. They have like these, these falls. Like it's just beautiful, the canyons. So I think that's the first place that I wanted to talk about. And they got some hotels nearby, really good restaurants, wineries. So I think that's a really good spot. And I think that, if that's a place that no one has checked out yet, check it out. And if you have been there, hey, go check it out again. It's only a 90-minute drive from Chicago. Mm, that's good. You know what, Perez? And I never been there. But I know partners that went there. My my old my uh, one of my guys took his his wife there. And he was talking about, yeah, the scenery and the and the, and the hiking and and the waterfalls. He says it's a yep. beautiful place, man. A beautiful spot. I ain't never been there, man. I, I'm definitely gonna, you know, check that out, man. Dude, I highly recommend, man. Just man, just take a couple days, man. Go out there, man. You talk about getting off the grid. That's mm-hmm. one of the best places to do it, man. Cause I, man, I turned that phone off, left that bitch in the car, <laughs> had a little, a little backpack where I had filled with water and you know all that kind of stuff, so I could stay hydrated. And I was just good, man. You know, get man, you a little, get up, you a little man. playlist going <laughs> and keep it going. Oh, yeah. oh, that's what's <laughs> up, man. Sure. Dude, man, it's funny how you know. Uh, when we talk about this, yeah, sit the uh, the uh, topic over, and I started smiling because that's all my wife and I uh, have done. 
before we start going out on planes and you know and, and with the help of you prayers out the country and stuff like that yes, sir. Um, <laughs> so we took a lot of road trips man first get married and you know we you drive here and then and so uh one of the spots one of the spots we went to is the indiana dunes national park oh yeah, and that's oh, it, uh, yeah. you know indiana i mean I mean, it's just a 60 minutes, 60 minute drive, man. I mean, you have, you're surrounded by a whole bunch of the, the dunes, sands, park, uh, uh, botanical gardens, uh, uh, wetlands, forest, lake, whatever the case may be off the, you know, Mich- you know, Lake Michigan. Uh, I mean, it's just, you get shop, you know, you got shoppings and, and restaurants and, you know, you get bed and breakfast spots. It's just, it was just a good, it was just a good time for us. We just went out there and 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 got on the beach and got the water and the waves, and you can kind of just just sit back and just just think about nothing else but just being in that that location. And um, afterwards, we ate and we stayed at the bed and breakfast. And mm. you know, it's like a different. It's it, dude. It's 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 like a different world, man. It's like a different world when you go to hit up some of these spots, and it's like not a care in the world. Nothing nothing can harm you. You're just just out there and it, it just you can decompress and and my yeah. wife and I we really loved it when we was out there we even took uh we took our our you know our dog uh, dog who you know he passed now but we even mm. took him out there he was out there in the water we just had a great time man so the the Indiana Dunes man I mean it's just nothing but sand and water and just you can just just hike and do whatever the case may be man I mean it's a it's a good spot and you know what the reason why I like Devil Jewels it's only an hour away. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's not far. Nope. So, yep. So even if you don't want to stay overnight, you can trek it back. You know what I'm saying? But I like that, what y'all did, going to those bed and breakfasts, because that's unique. Because mm-hmm. that's not the stuff that you and I grew up doing. You know, we we do never do no, no stuff like that. So when you get older and you get to get a little bit more experience in life, those are some of the things that, like, you know, we start to do now. And, or those are the things that you now are able to do. And it's, it's really cool. You know, it's kind of like the evolution of, of us as, you know, as growing into, you know, men and whatnot. But Indiana Dunes is a great one. Also, too, Jules, Michigan City's not too far from there as well. So anybody yeah, yep. that want to go there to shop or check out the museum there, it's perfect. It's, like, really close. Yep. Yeah, but it do. But it's funny you said that, yeah, because we hit that up, too. It's right <laughs> Yeah, Dude, it's right there, man. It's it, man, it was good times, man. When, like I said, when we came up with this, uh, uh, the topic here, we came up with the topic. I just started smiling, thinking all the places that we have been and just road trips from Chicago. And it was like, mm-hmm, man, because mm-hmm. dude, we are close to a lot of good shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yep. yep. <laughs> I mean, because we all here in Chicago, we got our downtown, and we already know the 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 attractions and the hidden gems we got in Chicago, but. We have access to so many great places, and that's why I love this question because I'm like, it made me start thinking about some places that I've been, and also it Mm -hmm. brought up some things. I'm like, man, there's some places out here that I need to get to. (laughs) So, (laughs) you know, it did a kind of a a double thing for me, Jules. Okay. I guess the other one that I had is Galena, Illinois. I don't know if you and the missus have been Mm. out there. So, man, that's that's the oldest town in in Illinois. It's about three hours away. But I tell you one thing, bro. It's historical. I stayed at this place where Lincoln, I guess, stayed at at the hotel, super close to Springfield. Oh, really? Yep. Okay. They have uh, canopy tours. Um, they even do zip lining for people that are that adventurous. I'm not, but, <laughs> but for people that want to do that kind of thing, I was watching people do it. I'm like, well, good for you. Uh, I won't be doing that sort of thing. <laughs> They got a, a, a salsa company that, man, some of the best salsa I've ever had, bro. I mean, you got to think about these small towns. They have, like, the little the markets where they have, like, all these people that are making this homemade stuff, the jams and the jellies. It's a really cool area, man. But they got wineries there as well. Fellas, it's a good place to take your lady, man. If you're looking for a little getaway for the weekend, get off the grid, mm-hmm. take her out there to Galena. It's super chill, man. They got, like, a little Main Street area. You kind of walk through, it's super quiet, super chill, not a lot of hustle and bustle. You know what I mean? They got a spy out there. Very historical, though. Very historical. So you'll get a little bit of everything. Oh, okay. Man, that's what's up, man. No, you know, I never I never been to Galena. My wife have. 
her and her, some of her friends went there. But no, I've never been there. Okay, so yeah, see, wifey knows what's up. I mean, uh, Ulysses, uh, Ulysses Grant, I went to visit his house. I did a tour of his house there. And mm, okay. so like I said, as I mentioned, it's, it's very historical out there. And three hours away, because some people may not want to drive that far, but I tell you, it's worth it because you will get a little bit of everything. You'll get the historical aspect of things. You'll get the laid back aspect of things. And then also to the people. That's the biggest thing for me when I travel places, like just being around genuine and authentic people. And that's what you mm-hmm. get down in that in that area. Oh man, that's what's up, man. That's good. Shit. <laughs> that's good. That's another one. Yeah, that's another one. Like you said, three hours ain't, but three hours ain't bad though. No, man, you'll knock that shit out like yeah. he's man, little dude. Get that right playlist going. Hey, right. Like, I know how you are, man. You you and the missus, y'all yeah. man, listen, y'all like each other still. So y'all have some good conversation. Yeah. Three hours ago, die <laughs> real quick. <laughs> Boy, hey man. My wife wants you to trip me out. As soon as we get going good, she knocked out. See? I'm like, well, I'm like, well. <laughs> I guess just me and my music, I guess. Oh, God. <laughs> Vera Fowler, the missus, falling asleep on the <laughs> Oh, they should tell us. <laughs> yeah. Dude, she'd be like, you good? She'd say, yeah, I'm about to, I'm about to go to sleep right now. I'd say, all right. <laughs> You probably sit over there like must be nice. <laughs> <laughs> and and, and prayers, I drive everywhere. You know, I just I just like driving. I drive everywhere. She she offered. She said, "Do you want that?" Nah, I get it. Cause, you know, you know, you, you you know what? You should fl- switch it up on her one time. Be like, yeah, you know what? Actually, yeah, I wouldn't mind if you did. <laughs> she she gonna be like, what? I wasn't prepared to drive. <laughs> so stop listening to prayers. Oh man. Oh man. So the other one. The other spot is a little bit for if you know, saying you want to bring your, your, your fellas, or you can take your lady too. It doesn't matter. But me personally, I you know I went with the went with some of the guys from the church, and we went to uh, Indianapolis, Indiana, uh, Naptown, and we went there. We went there. Just I know so it's a it's a busy uh, environment, but it was like one of one of the spots that is is not Chicago. So we went out there. We checked out at Pacers game, but downtown Indianapolis is just nothing but but bars and 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 live light, uh, live entertain, you know, entertainment, entertainment. I'm sorry. So we just go out there and just hang out, have have fun after the game because the uh, the uh, the stadium is down downtown too. So it's like you can walk to walk to these spots and destinations and and just go to different bars and just kind of just relax and let your hair down, kind of talk and. Uh, eat and have fun and just and just and just you ain't got to worry about anything. I mean, you you out there having a good time with your with your boys, or if you can take your lady too and just have fun. Man. You you know, I like I said, it's, it's not Chicago, so you have a different spot. It's like two and a half hours, I believe. Uh, and you know, say it just 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 having fun, man. You just just chilling, man. Everything is on one block or a couple blocks, and you're just going from spot to spot, man. Just having you know, just having a good time, man. Oh, yeah, Indy's smooth, man. And like you said, yeah. it's not that bad of a drive. And uh, the field house, the, the stadium where the, the, the Pacers play, is right in the middle of everything. You know, you got restaurants yep. and bars. Everything's all nearby. I love it. And Indy, phenomenal. Go out there have fun. It could have been, been like some White Castle or something. I don't know. But it, well, it was down story. there. We was in there. Well, I got a funny story for you because I did hit up the White Castle in Indy uh, when I was down there covering the Big Ten tournament. A lot of uh-huh. the places closed up early on us. Bro, I waited in the, in the drive through for an hour to get me some damn White Castles. I was damn. starving. Mm-hmm. Everybody, everybody went there. It was like the only thing that was open. Shit. But but the steakhouse that I was going to tell the audience about in Indy, St. Elmo's. St. Elmo's, okay. <laughs> okay. You will not regret it. You ever make it back there, Jules? Check it out. Sam, okay. Yeah, because I believe, I think we went by... You know, like I don't, I don't say like a Chili's or nothing, but one of them type of restaurants. I forgot, but it was something okay. down there. I, I I forgot what it was. It's been a few years ago. Okay, but man, it was just one of them things that just like again, you just having fun, man. You you out there in the atmosphere, and you got a lot of there's a lot of scenery and 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 things you can look at, statues and stuff. You've been down there. It's just it's just it's not Chicago. It's not home. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? It's someplace else. So you you know you you know what I'm saying you take in old. The environment and the scenery and you with you know with your peoples and just just having fun man 
Yeah, and, and one thing too, because it's, it's not Chicago, the, the the price of doing things is not as steep as it is in Chicago. Ooh, you know? oh, prayers! Come on, man! Come on! <laughs> <laughs> you can make it stretch. You can make money stretch a little bit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you can find some damn parking in the downtown area. So, uh-huh. so no, that no, that's a good one right there, Jules. Oh, Indianapolis. Mm-hmm. So the other one that I wanted to talk to the audience about is Lake Geneva. Oh, so, dude, okay. Uh-huh. Hour and 45 minutes from, from the crib, you know, so I'm still not too far. The thing that I love about Lake Geneva, bro, is those lake houses. So when you think of that audience, yes. y'all remember, Mr. Jules, he's Mr. Lake House. So, mm-hmm. you know, next time I'm in Lake Geneva, when I go through that the little lake and I go on one of the lake tours and I see how the, how the rich and famous do it, I'll be thinking about my boy Jules. I'll toast to him. I'm like, hey, that's the good life one day. Until then. I'll dream about it. But that's my favorite part about Lake Geneva is the lake houses, man. The lake houses, the relaxation. Mm-hmm. And I've gotten into golf, as I mentioned to the audience in the past. So right. got a really great right. golf course at the Grand Geneva Resort. So, man, Lake Geneva, that's that's the spot right there. That is the spot. Hey, man, you know what? Since you, hey, since you, since you hit on it, man, because that was a part of my uh my list, too. Why not? We actually had our, our honeymoon out there. Where'd y'all stay? Uh, we stayed in this bed and breakfast called Tyron's Farm. Okay. I have to look up the foot. It's called Tyron's Farm. And it's like a, a hidden, it's like it's hidden off the off the off the, the, the highway or whatever. Okay. And they had a nice bed and breakfast. But there was the one, the one foot, the thing that we always took all, took away from that is you know, they had neighbors, and this one neighbor. Used to, he's an older cat, and he said, hey, we, we met, we was on a walking trail. They got, like, goats walking around, chickens and stuff like oh, that, wow. you know. <laughs> so we was, we was, we were just taking it in. And and one guy we met, him and his wife, they used to stay in Chicago, and he used to play for, oh, man, what was that? Dun, I want to say Dunbar. Okay. And he told me he used to play basketball at Dunbar. And it was, and we just thought it was, like, funny how, it was just amazing how we out here and we met a guy from Chicago, Southside Chicago, used to play uh, uh, basketball back in the uh, 60s, I think he told us. Okay. I can't remember. But, man, like I said, Lake Geneva, with it, none but we went down to the downtown area. They have a nice downtown area where there's movies, restaurants, a mm-hmm. uh, couple of uh, uh, pubs is like what they call them. <laughs> and and yep. they're known for their water activity. Yeah, uh, boats, jet skis. Of course, your your, your man Jules was there, wasn't out there like that. I don't know how to swim, but you know, I, I took I took in we took in the uh, other people out there boating and fishing and water get jet skins and having fun and stuff. But man, it, it, like you say, it's great time, great downtown area. Another thing, people are nice coming in. Everybody can talk mm-hmm. to you. They're pleasant. That's press, man, man, bro, bro. That's one of the things that I appreciate the most. It's just people being nice because where we at, yeah, you get people here and there be nice and wave and, and say what's up to you. But for the most, everybody in these spots we talking about, man, everybody be nice, man. It's like, man, that's how people should be. Yeah, but you know what? Look at where these people are. Shit, if you were yeah. surrounded by that shit every day, <laughs> yo, has to be chipper too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dude, you're right about that, man. The environment, man. The product environment, dude, because it's like, mm-hmm. shit, you're out there looking, everybody's smiling, uh, saying what's up to you. You're going around and say, hey, how's it going? What up? You know, mm-hmm. you know, so. But no, Lake Geneva, you, man. Because you, you and I joke about that here in Chicago where you'll say, hey, how you doing to somebody? They'll just look at you and you just like, and you'll answer like, okay, I'm doing fine. Thank you. <laughs> I'm good. Yeah, <laughs> glad to know that you're good. <laughs> get myself on, get myself on dap. Like, yep. <laughs> let, me, let me get this door for myself while I'm at it. <laughs> yeah, but no, I, I didn't notice you guys did your uh, honeymoon out there, Lake Geneva, real slow, yep. real slow. Yep, went to Lake Geneva, a bed and breakfast. My wife, my wife, she she loved bed and breakfast. That's why everything we went to is a bed and breakfast. And uh, you know, and and also you meet other people at the house and. You know, you talk to people, get to know people, and you know it's 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 it's, it's a great time, man. And like, not a lot of money, so it's not expensive. You walking everywhere because everywhere everything is right there, right. you know. So, 
See, I, yeah. you know what? I like how y'all travel, man, because y'all y'all don't spend a lot of money, but y'all still make moves mm-hmm. out here. I like it. Just, yeah, say, some people travel the, the wrong way, bro. Say that some people travel the yeah. wrong way. Mm. Yeah, my wife, no, she's on it. She, she, she. I'd be like, how much? Why did I just get? It's like, no, I can find something cheaper and then Groupons and this and this. Hey, man, <laughs> I, 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 go ahead. I love it. <laughs> Damn. So I didn't know we, there was somebody on this earth that was tighter than jewels when it comes to the pocket. <laughs> <laughs> No wonder y'all got a damn lake house. <laughs> yeah, I ain't even mad at y'all. You said what? Pay that off too. Trying to pay that off too, man. God. Oh. <laughs> hey, I'm sure you guys will be there in a couple years, man. No one know how much overtime you be doing. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Come on. Kenosha, Wisconsin. Okay. Kenosha, Wisconsin. My wife and I, we damn everything I do with my wife and I. Yeah, we went out there to Kenosha, Wisconsin. It's not a lot to do, but it's 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 just the uh, the scenery out there. We went out there, and there's a Civil War museum that we like to go to, and it's a Civil War museum next to uh, in downtown Kenosha, Wisconsin. My wife and I, you can drive down there, or you can take the uh, metro. The metro can take you out there too. Uh, I think it's like an hour on the metro, I believe. Not metro. Uh, Amtrak. I'm talking about the Metro. The Amtrak. You take the Amtrak out there. I think it's about an hour. Um, but we go out there and it's downtown Kenosha where they have a couple museums. Uh, the Civil War museums. They got the, you know, ships and everything Civil War related. Uh, and then it's also you have the lake. The lake and beach right across the street like a couple blocks down. And then you also have uh, pubs or bars or whatever, okay, uh, and, um, and restaurants. All in that same facility. So it's, it's again, uh, we, we don't stay, there's not a, I'm pretty sure there's, there's hotels, I'm going to say, yeah, because downtown, I'm pretty sure there's a lot of hotels, but we never stay down there, but we just take the Amtrak to go down there and just to walk around, go into, check out the, the museums, hang out at the beach, walk around and just, 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 you know, just have fun, just have fun with each other and just take in the sights and, you know, get something to eat and, and head back. It's a nice little getaway just to kind of just, just get in. You can drive or just get in or get on a train and, you know, just sightseeing and sit and have, you know, and just, and like I say, just, just enjoy each other. Yeah. And then that's another spot too. That's not even that far away. You know what I mean? Yeah. Nope. It's not far. Yo. And you know, anybody that likes the outdoors, it's a good spot. For- mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I believe one last time we went down there, it was you know they have like they had like a like a like kind of like a state sales, like a like a big garage sale, and people were selling things, and we were just walking around and picking up little little knickknacks here and there, and and it's just it's just something different. It's not just something you do on an everyday basis, or you know, it's just some just something different. It's just something to do, and just and just let's say, hey, yeah, I've been out there and checked it out, and and it's not bad. It's not bad. It's, it's 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 a different different environment, different scene, but it's 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 fun. It's fun and something new and something different. Yeah, like you mentioned, the Civil War Museum. That's one of the biggest things that they have there too. But I was gonna say the Dinosaur Discovery Museum. That's one for, right for yeah for people that have yep. kids. Check that shit out. That was really good. And also anybody that likes the, the car races, they got Kenosha County Fairgrounds. That's just for so yeah, it's a few things you can do out there and kind of entertain yourself. But there you go. Well, man, my last one for the audience before we get out of here is the Lake Michigan Shore Wine Trail. So anybody mm. that's wine drinkers, get yourselves out there to St. Joseph, Michigan. It's about a two-hour drive from Chicago. They got a wine trail of fifteen to twenty different wineries and they're close enough for you to get to i would say if you do go there designate a whole weekend for this experience also probably have a designated driver or uber <laughs> okay uh-huh. you're gonna be yeah. tasting a lot yeah. of wine <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> but i would say this one is really cool for anybody that wants to get away that wants to be on the water but also for any our wine drinkers because you get to go to some really cool wineries. They have really good specials. Like they'll give you something where they'll give you like six different tastes of their wine. And they'll give you like the wine glasses that, that you know, that you have for your tasting, including your price of the, of the tasting, which is really fucking mm. cool. It's almost like it paid for itself. Oh man. Okay. 
Mm-hmm. So every place you go to, they just give you the damn the, the glasses. And I'm sitting up here like the wine tasted one number ten dollars each. The damn the glass that you gave me is probably worth ten dollars. But I think the whole thing for them is to get you to buy wine, which of course you're gonna do. Uh-huh, right. You like. <laughs> hey, hey Prez, what do you remember? What's your you have a favorite? Favorite vendor? Or, yeah, like the yeah. Actually, it's called Vineyard Twenty One Twenty One. Okay. They did live music in there. They had dinner. It was smooth, man. Had me some seafood pasta. It was good. Real good time. Great service. Good people. Oh, man. That's, that, that sounded delicious right there. Yeah, you know, I'm a big Notre Dame fan. And so South Bend, Indiana is only 45 minutes away from there. So there was a lot of people that traveled from South Bend to go there. So that's, that gives you an idea of people that are traveling, trying to live their best lives. So I, I was meeting a lot of people that were like, oh, yeah, I, I, I grew up in Chicago. I moved to South Bend. I come out here all the time. And I'm like, see, that just goes to show you that people are always looking for things to do to kind of get away from the hustle and bustle. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Dude, that's a good one, man. I, you know what? I might hit that up along with uh, Star Rock. So. Yes. Yes, do both. Do, do both, <laughs> Jules. I, I say hit Star Rock first. Okay. You know what, Press? Hey, that's gonna be on the list, man. We're gonna do that. Uh, I know not June, June sold up, so before the end of the summer. Before the end of the summer. Now, hey, let, let me ask you now, Star Rock, can you go? Is it they you can't go out there in the wintertime? It's closed during the winter stuff time, right? Good the question. Fall. I'm not sure. The, the the okay, what time did I went to Star Rock when it wasn't the winter time? It was like fall, it was like September, fall, okay. October, somewhere around there. Okay, okay, good. Yeah, so no, I, I'm just thinking, yeah. So I'm not necessarily okay. sure about that part, but it's free to it's free to, uh, to they don't charge any admission to get into Star Rock. Okay, I'm gonna shoot maybe shoot maybe August September. I'm thinking about August okay. September. Yeah, oh you'll be good. And maybe get y'all an Airbnb if you come up there. They got some really cool Airbnbs. Oh, most definitely. Yeah, we're gonna do that. Yeah, we're gonna do that, it. man. I... And, when, and when you're ready, I got a couple restaurant recommendations for you. So just let me know. Okay. All right. <laughs> Set my boy Jules up nice. Oh, yes, sir. Well, I like well, to eat, too. <laughs> I know you do. I know you do. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. But listen, audience, we, 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 we were happy that we got a topic in that was a little bit more lighthearted. I mean, the last couple of weeks, we talked mm-hmm. about some very tough things. And so it was good. And also, this episode took away the fact that my foot is on fire right now. So. Uh. <laughs> this was fun. Uh, we like to keep things positive when we can. We know that there's a lot of bad and ugly going on in the world, but on this episode, mm-hmm. at least, we want to highlight some of the good. So, Jules, got to hit up with that curtain call, bro. Press this curtain call goes out to Miss Carpenter. She worked with second and third graders that continue to face high level of adversity. She has committed to mentoring these groups of students from kindergarten all the way through high school. The students have been carpenter to make sure that they have the resources and tools they need to help them su- succeed academically. Ms. Carpenter, President Knight, and Pulling Back the Curtain Podcast family, I appreciate and we salute you for your hard work. Hey, yes, appreciate Fallon Carpenter. Audience, as always, we appreciate your continued support of this platform. We're the Pulling Back the Curtain Podcast. Thanks for listening, and we are out.